Um, today, we are going to, I, I just have so many reflections from this past weekend that several of us, many of us spent together. And I wanted to continue on that line of thinking and exploring. So today I'd like to look at the human tendency to make things easier, to take shortcuts, to, un, to avoid the unpleasant, or where our fears of failure stop us from trying something outside our comfort zone. Maybe as Ocean shared with us in our check-in, <clears throat> taking a less confrontive route with relationships when we actually can empower ourselves to move away from something. That's not one of our tendencies. That's one of the things we usually avoid. So how to step into that, how to step into our preferences and our belief, what's true for us, into our desires. Where are we allowing situations to hold us back from stepping into those places that are relevant for us, that are true for us? Because that's where we create separation from ourself and ultimately separation from other. So we want to find those places and identify them so that we have an opportunity to approach them differently. Every, every second, we said this this morning also in our check-in, that all we have to do is get up in the morning. That's the only thing you have to do if you want a curriculum to start living outside of your comfort zone in an expanded place. You just simply have to get up in the morning, just roll out of bed. The day will bring that naturally. What we normally do is run away from it. When it presents itself, we hide behind either some language or an old habit or pattern or avoidance instead of stepping up to the opportunities that present themselves throughout our day for us to practice being in an expanded state, to take a different path. I'd like to just, one of the things I read recently that was really, really sort of triggered my thinking was um, that Robert Frost's famous poem, The Road Not Taken. And I'm sure all of you have uh, read it and um, are probably familiar with it. I'm gonna actually copy and paste it into our chat because it's a beautiful exploration of these crossroads that happen to us. So we'll say the rites of passage in our life, they happen at big significant times, but the truth is that these happen in multiple ways throughout our day, in more delicate moments, more subtle moments. It's not the big thing, it can be those, but it also is in the smaller ways that we travel through our day, that there are options all day long for us to take the road not taken, for us to move in a place that's maybe a little off from what we normally do because we're trying to step into the place in us that we don't always honor. And that may mean us taking a slightly different path and how that impacts our choices for the day. So let me just cut and paste this beautiful poem because I really love this. And I'm going to read it. You can see it in the chat. Written such a long time ago. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry, I could not travel both and be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim, 
because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that, the passing there had warned them really about the same, and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. So beautiful. So we're giving, given these opportunities moment to moment through our day to take a path that is back to the most authentic, the most true to our nature path. But generally it requires a certain um, upgrade to how we think and how we behave and how we respond because it isn't our habitual or comfort zone. It requires us to step slightly outside of our fears, slightly outside of what we've done in the past as a response. So we have to be really conscious so that we can experience our life, not in these shortcuts, the way that we go habitually out of the ease or predictability because we don't want to step out of what's normal for us, what we call normal, even though we know that that normal path is not honoring the fullness of who we are. So we ask ourselves, why would we do that? And the obstacle is the mind. It's one's mental state that determines our possibilities of how we will react and act upon any given circumstance or situation. An untrained mind's most natural response is to take the easiest, most predictable, the least unpleasant course, to move on through something. It's not typical, particularly of women, but not specifically women, to step into the uncomfortable that typically will find an easier path. The Buddha calls this swimming with the current, taking the easy path traveled by the many. I don't know about you, but I don't wanna travel on the path traveled by many. I wanna forge a path that's untrodden, that allows me to have an experience that hasn't already been trampled down, been walked upon, been um, moved in a way that I already know how it, where it's going to go and how it's going to go. I want to have exciting landscape around me, something different. So how often do we say this? And we've even talked about this. And I, so I want to reframe this. We've talked about this in our circle. Just go with the flow. Don't fight everything. Just let life unfold. And what I'd like to say today that there's a more nuanced choice. So let's imagine just for ease of this conversation that life unfolds in two, into two baskets. One is that which we have control over and the other is that which we do not have control over. So can we agree that the basket which we do not have control over, we can let go of. We can just go with the flow because we're not going to be able to change that anyway. And we can take up the other basket with the task of training our mind to elevate itself to a higher vibration, a higher calling into our more authentic self, to align with our highest self, even when it looks more unfamiliar, uncomfortable, more difficult. 
to not slide back into the comfortable simply because that's of ease, that we want to be out of that. We want to push ourselves. Jean Houston said it so beautifully. I just read this quote recently. We all have the extraordinary, we all have the extraordinary coded within us waiting to be released. I'm going to copy and paste this because this is such a beautiful quote. We all have the extraordinary coded within us waiting to be released. When are we going to release it? What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Okay, let's see how I get to that. All right, well, I'm going to cut and paste it in a moment. I see like I'm at the bottom of my chat. I don't know what that's doing. We'll get back to that. We all have the extraordinary, the extraordinary, not the ordinary, coded within us waiting to be released. We have the potential, the capacity, the inspiration to rise to a higher consciousness and a higher conscious of being where we are actually seeing every situation and opportunity as something for us to use as a tool to expand. It comes from a compassionate heart. This space that I'm talking about is not from our mind. This is why we train our minds to stop meddling in everything that we do, to think through something before it even happens and already apply a certain outcome. So then we have a behavior that matches to it because we already think we know what's going to happen. So we want to come from our heart space instead of our head space. When we use the compassionate heart, we recognize that our own personal experiences, our own vulnerabilities, our own failures and our own fears are the sustenance, the food for our compassionate heart. We're feeding our compassionate heart by being in the places where we're vulnerable, the places where we're uncertain. These aren't the places to escape from, they're the places to move through. And we begin in this place, we begin to have an awareness of the broken hearts of those around us. So you start to be in this empathetic, compassionate way where you feel not only your experience, but your families and your communities and the world. And this is happening to us. So, I mean, in this last week, it, it's, I mean, we, this is another whole talk for us. It's extraordinary the amount of pain that has come in this last week to humanity humanity and we're a piece of that we want to join in that pool by pushing out our boundaries and our fears and go into that compassionate heart space and that's the place that i'm talking about where our consciousness meets with our authentic self then everything starts to merge we begin to acknowledge our own brokenness without judgment we are our worst judgers in most instances, we judge ourselves more harshly than most people outside of us judge us. But once we start to see that our brokenness is our sustenance, it is our food for us to expand and to grow, we can look at it differently. We don't have to look at it with judgment as a negative or a failure. We can look at it as this incredible opportunity. We are broken. We're broken so that we can be a part of the whole. When we're whole and intact and we build up our boundaries and our um, the circumference around us, we stop being a part of the whole. We're just our own little unit. When our vulnerabilities and when our brokenness becomes how we live forward from that, we start to fragment and join the whole. We stop trying to shore ourselves up to be separate from. 
we begin to choose the road less taken, the road less taken for us, whatever that is. We start to choose a different outcome for ourselves. And we start to linger a bit longer on ourselves and on others. This compassionate heart is a training ground. It is a space for us to sit in where we linger. I just love that word, to linger. How often in a day do you linger over anything, the juiciness, the beauty, the awe, the pain, whatever it is, how often do we linger versus running away from or running into? We're always moving somewhere. Let's linger. Let's linger with ourselves and let's linger with others, both energetically and emotionally. When someone's telling their story, we can linger with them through that story because that's touching in our heart as well. And we're touching the extraordinary, the extraordinary in ourselves and in others. So what we want to do is to train our minds to be in unfailing, unfailing awareness and consciousness of the human condition. That's not just our life, it's all of life. And we embrace this through the road not taken. We embrace this through the road not taken. This is how we start to see the intricacies of life. We take a different path. We choose when two things, we see two possible opportunities. We take the one that maybe doesn't feel as comfortable because we want to expand and we want to see how that works for us. If we keep choosing the one that is the easiest and the most familiar, nothing's going to change. And we, as women in this society, in this human condition at this time, we are change makers. We're shifters. We need to shift the consciousness of ourselves and others, leave the opportunity for others to have a shift. If we don't do that, who will? And if we don't help facilitate the change that's going on in the world, how is it that we can expect peace and harmony and unity and beauty to show up? We start by taking a step into the unknown, and that's going to show up every day for us in a different way, moment to moment, in a way you had not expected the opportunity for you to take a different path is going to show up. And each time you choose that, you'll be expanding. We have to be brave and courageous to step into the path less taken. But if we want expansion, and if we want growth, and if we want liberation, every time we're in a situation where we have the opportunity to choose, we can choose to be expanded and to take something new and unfamiliar rather than to step into the same. We can push ourselves outside of our comfort journey and into the expandedness of the unknown. And this will allow us to have a different seat at the table. I want a different seat. I don't wanna be looking from the same perspective every time I enter into a situation. I don't wanna see it the same way. I wanna see it differently. This is about moving around the circle. And if you move from one spot to another, you know that you'll see something different when you see it from the opposite side of the circle. It's gonna appear different. We have to take and have the willingness to take 
a different perspective and a different view, step into something differently. This week, when you're given the opportunity to step up to the authentic nature of yourself and to say something differently or to act differently or to leave a situation open for a new possibility, we have to step into that. We have to step into it. And let's see what happens when we do that for the week. <laughs>